What up, Whiskey Ginger fans? Welcome back to the show. If it's your first time joining the show, welcome to the show. If you're on the YouTubes, please like it, subscribe it, send it around to some friends, share it, and also comment down below for the algorithm. Keep spreading the Whiskey Ginger word. It helps us out a lot. We appreciate it. We love you very much over here. I'm on tour for a couple of more dates. AndrewSantino.com. AndrewSantino.com. I'm going to be at the Irvine Improv, Southern California, Orange County. Let's go! Uh, then I got Vegas at the end of March. I've also got, uh, what are we doing? We're doing Hawaii just got added to the books. Uh, Vancouver has been replaced. And we might be adding Austin and Dallas. So heads up, andrewsantino.com for those tickets, andrewsantino.com. My guest today, love this dude, Mateo Lane. Mateo. Uh, he is the best. So funny, incredible, so quick, and beautiful, and jacked. Enough rambling from me. Let's go to the episode. In here, we pour whiskey, whiskey. Oh, that creature in the ginger beard! Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me five dollars for the whiskey and seventy-five dollars for the horse. Gingers are oh, hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger, I like gingers. <laughs> it sounds like a monster snoring. Oh, he's sleepy sleeping. He's a yeah. big boy sleeping. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. My guest today is one of my favorite people on earth. I say that for all my guests, but I mean it once again today. It is the sweet, the sultry, the salacious, the, uh, I don't want to say sexy. That's too easy. Say it. I need it. The sexy Mateo Lane, hey. which sounds like a porn name. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, I have a porn mustache. <laughs> I get a lot of people being like, you look like the dad from Inside Out. Oh, you do? And I'll, that's the highest compliment I've ever because you feel a certain way when you see the dad. It's yeah, weird to see a hot male character animated. Yeah, I guess that's true. I because typically male characters animated are always pretty ugly, huh? <laughs> kind of, yeah. Well, I guess like Aladdin's like the hottest prince. Was he hot? Yeah, Aladdin's hot. The, the pants. Well, I guess the pants are back in fashion. But. Yeah, they're now they're back because I can't think of another. Well, they tried to make what's his name Gaston was kind of a babe, I guess. The foo. Oh, uh, wait, what is it? <laughs> right from the moment when I met her, saw her, I said she's gorgeous and I vow. That's the end of the podcast. <laughs> That's insane that you have a voice like that. I used to be, I was a bass, a basso, like the low singers. You know? <laughs> yeah. You were? Yeah, yeah. I was like 15, one eyebrow, about 100 pounds, braces. You had a unibrow? Oh, yeah. Okay, so when I, 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 had, I had one too, which is funny because it stopped really growing it, but when I was- Oh, I pluck. Okay, so when I was a teenager though, I took a sh razor and I would just razor in between my eyebrows because I, I didn't know I didn't know about plucking. So I would I would do I would shave or clean up my cheeks and then I would shave in between my eyebrows and I did it for long enough until my mom saw me one time and she was like, "Don't do that." Yeah, that's not. You got to pluck. Do you pluck now or is it sort of stopped? Because it's kind of stopped. But yeah. I mean, like I have when I get my hair cut or my when she does my eyebrows, you know, when they do my eyebrows, um, they'll pluck. Yeah. If I if I need it, but honestly, I feel like it stopped for some reason. Yeah, I mean, mine. I don't know if mine will ever stop. <laughs> if, I, if I don't pluck my eyebrows, like after a week, I'm I'm I have an eye, I'm that baby in The Simpsons, like Maggie's arch nemesis oh, with yeah. the one eyebrow. Yeah, that's you. So yeah. I Wait, do you pluck. get really really hairy? Is your back hairy? No, I just got laser hair removal on my back and shoulders and my ass. You did? Mm -hmm. How much does that cost? I got it for free because I post about it on Instagram. Really? Yeah. You get free body laser. Yeah. But I thought that, isn't it, am I stupid to know? I don't know, but I know it's, 
it's thousands expensive. of dollars. Yeah, right? yeah. Thousands of dollars, right? It's all very expensive. But there's this there's this guy named Chris uh, Injector Chris, and he's like Injector Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so gay. Yeah. He's Injector like, I'll just laser your back. But he does mainly a lot of he does like a lot of uh, sex workers or porn stars, or, mm. you know. And um, so when you watch their videos, like they're doing their ass and they're all sexy. And me, literally, last time it was zapping my back, and I was like, you know, the the, the bad thing about Starmie being your favorite Pokemon. Like, <laughs> I can't take it too seriously. Because Starmie is my favorite Pokemon. Is it? Yeah, faceless, jeweled, wet sea creature. Let me see Starmie. Can I see Starmie the Pokemon? The best. And I say Pokemon because I'm 86 years You old. might be saying it the right way. Pokemon. Poke- Pokemon! I, I feel like Pokemon is how a white guy is supposed to say it. But there's a there's probably a more... Um, I just say Pokemon. Pokemon. Well, I've, do we share the same Chicago accent? Pokemon. I say no, po- kind of. But your Chicago accent is like a little. Mine's gone away a little because of living in Los Angeles. There's Starmie. Oh, uh, that's your favorite. That's my favorite Pokemon. It's so that's so like kind of in, inane. It's like there's what is it? It's it's a guy. That's a that's a. Fake, it's the queerest Pokemon. It's the gay Pokemon. It's the just queer, just beyond queer. But it but it's but it moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the back star, like the back part, moves too. And it kind of like Star U, the pre-evolved form, the brown one with the gold. Mm. He goes, "Hua!" That's but but it's not a hu- it's not a. I know human. that's a, the pro- that's the weird thing it's about an object, it. right? Yeah, I've, <laughs> most people are like, "I love Pikachu because it's cute and you want to cuddle with what's it." What's Charizard? Charizard is the evolved form of Charmander. So Charmander, Charizard, Charizard. So Charizard. I, I think I like guy. Charizard. Yeah, most most Charizard's great. I He's think awesome. the one I like is Charizard because. Someone showed it to me, and I was Pikachu seems a little too cliche for me. Well, Pikachu's a, kind of a bitch. Yeah, right. You know, <laughs> you know it's like, yeah. Uh, no, I don't like uh, that. I like the. I like the. I like one. I like the evolved. Ash is the worst trainer in the world. What is Ash? Ash is the main character in the the cartoon series, and his voice kind of you know like real annoying. Like obviously, a woman did his voice, mm-hmm. who's trying to sound like a man because if they get a young guy and he hits puberty, they can't right. do it anymore. So it just sounds like he has like BJ voice. And uh, just guzzling cum all day. And um, <laughs> yeah, so they've, they've picked the worst voice with the worst trainer. And that was like the, the hero of the show. And he couldn't train Charizard. And every Pokemon just completely just like, sh- like basically pissed in his eyes and walked away. They hated him. By the way, the adult version of that, if they did piss in his eyes and walk away. Why don't they make the adult? Why don't they do the like, adult Ash? Like the adult No, but why Pokemon? don't they make like Pokemon like for like a little bit dirtier for adults? Why don't they make like an adult version of it? Uh, like you were trying to catch like a, uh, I don't, like Clefairy, but <laughs> Clefairy. Yeah, well, that I've been there. <laughs> then I've caught them all. Caught. Uh, gotta <laughs> gotta the, catch them all. <laughs> that's the Clefairy. game. Clefairy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take this pill, Charizard. <laughs> Uh-oh, that one's not curable. <laughs> Uh, oh no, now you have to take a <laughs> cocktail. <laughs> so How did you even get into this? Because I know not, the only thing I know about it is is through the social zeitgeist of hearing about po- like when someone's like, it's annoying when somebody's like, How do you know who that is? You're like, because I'm alive and you've heard it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I can't I can't stand that when people say that. They're like, are you into that kind of music or that thing? And you're like, no, I've seen the what world. Con- isn't such a condescending yeah, question when no, someone sets you up like immediately on the defense? Instead of saying, oh, you enjoy Pokemon, they say, really, you like? And then you're like, why am I defending myself? Yeah, I just see it in the world. It exists. I know it. I, I, maybe I do like it. I don't fucking know. But like, how do you, how did you, like, how do you even get into it? How did you get into it? I was in seventh grade and my cousin Brian and I, we lived next door to each other, of course, Italians. And uh, 
he was like, he was playing Pokemon Blue, and I was like, oh my god, that seems so fun. And so he had an extra Pokemon Red, and then I was playing. And I got, I came, I just, it's like crack to yeah, kids crack. those games, especially at that time. And I just was addicted. But I mean, now I don't. I I bought the new Pokemon Arceus because it's supposed to be like the adult version, meaning like it's more mature. It sucks. It looks like it's fucking MS Paint. The graphics are fucking terrible. It's like 16. It's terrible. And it's all these like 35-year-old fags like, look who I caught today. And it's like, <laughs> can we just give this up? Like I've done the work. I've yeah. done I've done this fighting and arguing and, and gym battles and all this other bullshit. I don't care about collecting all of them. Who gives a shit? Damn, look at how sad that sounds. I know, it's You're so over, sad. How old are you now? I'm 35. Yeah, I guess it's like, a well. But what would be the next iteration of that for you then? Like it, it, it's not like you're a relation. I need a relationship. relationship. <laughs> okay, I need a boy. Yeah, I but would. Do you really like, want to fall in love right now? Right now, I don't know. I feel so free. Like things are going great. Comedy is fucking amazing. Your right life now, is good. I think you things look are good. Better. Uh-huh. Well, so I'm saying, what do you? Yeah. Why do you want to clog it up with fucking love? Boredom. Uh some sort of anchoring. Like oh, you're 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 full on hobbies. Like all your hobbies are full. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's like if I'm on the road, I have a lot of Fortnite that I have to play. And uh, and a lot of okay, call, Fortnite, call of Duty. working out. What else? Shows. Shows. Fortnite shows and travel. Yeah. And in between there, you're like, I could use a little bit of. I think I would like to to to. Well, I don't know. I just got out of a four and a half year relationship in October, but it's like on and off, you know. Yeah. But it was long distance, and so that doesn't really feel like a relationship. And then you go through these movements like ah, I'm looking for attachment. I'm not really looking for you know like. All my needs of a relationship aren't exactly in the right place, but career-wise, I'm a lot happier. So it's boredom. I'm sitting at home yeah. for 45 minutes because I'm usually so busy. I'm like, it'd be fun to like go to dinner with somebody, but it just seems so out of my world. Yeah, but don't you rather just go to dinner with a friend? Yeah, well, I'd rather sit with comic. I'd rather sit. I was dating Keith Robinson last summer, essentially. Yeah, because That's, you were just out every day together. Him and I, yeah. Where are we getting dinner tonight? Where are we going? But what are we that doing? Seem better? And there's no like emotional attachment and no wrecks to it. There's no like pain. See, that's what my thing is like comedy. Your comedy is probably in such a good place and or career and whatever, you know, like as a whole that you kind of search for something to muck it up a little bit, to give you a little bit more. Well, you want, you kind of, comics have this need to like, to throw a wrench into something mm-hmm. because it's- Is it good? It's, fuck it up. <laughs> oh, it's good? <laughs> fuck it right up. I want to hmm, I've never done up. heroin before, you know, like right before you do the beacon. <laughs> so it's just like, we are constantly setting ourselves up for failure. Ah, right now things are good. So, and I'm going to, I'm doing a week of shows in London uh, Wait, next where? month at the Soho Theater. Holy shit. Sold out. And thank you, gays in London. And um, so I have a week. There are gay people in London? I, I, I don't mean to break <laughs> it to you. But there are a lot of gay people that's in London. That's how my dad. The whole British Bake Off. Yeah, that's how every- my dad thinks. My dad's like, everybody in London is gay. Everybody in Britain is gay. Every, even straight guys over there are gay. You're like, they're not, you don't know what you're talking about. They're not, but it is like, I, I okay, so I, speaking of like gay baiting, I got this OnlyFans of this guy who so hot, he looked like this like ripped Dominican tattoos, like so sexy. It was $4.68 a month, which is like the price of wait a minute, latte. Wait a minute, wait a minute. $5 a month? <laughs> I was like, go off. How does he make any money? I don't know. Oh, I do know because he'll do like half videos and then the full video you have to pay like $20, right? Uh, so I get it. Is the full video... Oh, is it, it's, everything. it's everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Even, the, even like the, the one minute clip, you know, he's showing a lot. But he's straight, quote unquote, yeah. But then I, he's British. Which is fine, but he was so, he was like a Dell British. So literally, you, I'm like getting ready. I was like a 90s commercial getting ready for a movie, like popcorn, like settling in. And literally, he's like, all right, you want to watch this fucking deal to what me arse do, eh? 
And I was like, I could have just come to Downton. You ready for me to spread my asshole wide open? You're like, oh no, no. What's more humiliating is like, what am I going to go back to OnlyFans? I'm like, I need $4.68 back. Like, my I guess back. he knew what he was doing. It was, it's embarrassing, but um, but he, he, British, gayish. But wait a minute. Go back. Yeah. How many sold out shows are you doing in London? Uh, let's see. We, add, we just added two. So I think 13. Wow. It's kind of cool. That's amazing. I've never played London. I've never played Europe ever. Oh, it's, it's. And, I, and I've tried. We tried to work it out. It never worked. The few times I've tried scheduling, it just never worked. You should worked come to shows in Italy. That's, I mean, I would love to, but I, I don't, I, I, I can't. I, I got you all set up. So me and Francesco Di Carlo, who's an Italian comic. Carlo. Uh, we're doing, I'm actually going to Italy before London, just a couple days. To, to do like, shows? To do shows and hang out with friends. Where are you going to be? In Rome. Mm. You should come. Roma. Vieni a Roma. I want to go back so bad, man. It's so I'm doing it half Italian, half English. Are you really? Yeah, because I did it one time fully in Italian, and I made a complete asshole out of myself. Why? Because I tried to... Because <laughs> I thought I could just translate the jokes, like, whatever. Uh, yeah. And uh, I have this old, 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 old joke about being at Starbucks, and they called me potato instead of Mateo, like, on the back of the cup. And I was like, I'll just do that. And I'm literally... On, I'm, in, I'm in Milan... And I'm like in the middle of doing this joke, and I'm talking. I'm like, allora, sono andato a Starbucks. Il mio chiesto per mio nome. Ho detto Matteo. Loro hanno scritto potato. I realized, okay, number one, there's no Starbucks in Italy. Number two, the only kind of coffee they have in Italy is drink there. So it's in a una tazza, like a little glass. Yeah, cup. yeah, it's a, yeah. There's no coffee to go. They're not writing names on the back. And Matteo and potato do not rhyme in Italian. What I look it, like what, an what, asshole. What's potato in Italian? Potato. Yeah, Matteo. Matato, mat potato. <laughs> You could have just changed it for them. They you were, know, motato, potato. They're like, you fucking idiot. I was like, Starbucks oh. part is really obvious. That should have been a, first, that a big red flag. Starbucks. They don't have Starbucks at all in Italy? So this is how Italian, the Italians are. They have one Starbucks in Milan that took them years to get. It had to be a Starbucks reserve. Right. And the Starbucks had to dedicate a park to the Milanese. Really? To thank them. Yes. God bless. Starbucks park. And they won't let any more Starbucks in Italy. That's it. Yeah, One. they don't need it. I don't think anybody needs it. It's the best coffee in the world. <laughs> Starbucks? Or Italy, not oh, Starbucks. Oh, I was like, holy shit, am <laughs> I cra- are you crazy? No, no I, think, I, think, I think you don't need it. Uh, and I also, I hate to be a hater, but man, is it my least favorite. Of all the chains. Starbucks? Yeah. I hate most. Well, it, you know, Starbucks is like, I have to take a shit. Where's a Starbucks? But um, <laughs> like, that's what it's come down to. That's the best part about it. You can drink there and shit there. Kind of. Yeah. Isn't it weird to go to a Starbucks not in New York City and like if you like I was on the road, I was in Denver mm-hmm. and I walked into a Starbucks and I was like, Can I use the bathroom? Like, sure. I'm like, what's the code? They're like a code. Code. Just- we don't need to put our bathroom under lock and key. <laughs> Where do you live? What what jungle do you live in? You're like <laughs> that's it is so funny to think every, there is a locking up a bathroom is more important than locking up like uh, like a kitchen. You can <laughs> I can walk into any kitchen, any kitchen in New York. I can walk right into the kitchen. But a bathroom, like, no, nah, don't let him in the fucking bathroom, dude. You never know what goes on in there. That's so, there's so much vulnerability to bathrooms that cities have to lock them up. You go to a rural area, it's they're like, why would we lock Nothing. that? And you they give you the key sometimes, which is kind of a machete too. They're like, you also use this to defend yourself should yeah. there be a, a troll in there. A big, what is it? The big ladle they used to have at restaurants, like a big fucking <laughs> extra spoon from the. Uh, and the new in the new studio that we have in LA for our podcast, we it is a shared. It's a really nice building, but it's a shared bathroom, mm. you know. And same thing, 
we have these fucking keys with shit on, with big chunky things on it. And my biggest pet peeve, because I'm a little bit of a germaphobe, mm. I'm a little bit of Howie Mandel, is the lock is also the handle. Do you know when like the lock turns the physical, because the doorknob is, is stable? Yeah. So you have to fucking wash your hands and then use the goddamn key arm thing to also hold it while you're open. It, and I'm like, well, now I have to wash my hands again when I get inside and they make fun of me because they're like, yeah, it's your hands are clean. People's hands are clean. I was like, I just don't, I don't trust. What are, what are people judging you? You want to wash your hands again? Who gives a shit? But I do it all the time. I'm yeah. a weirdo. I, like every time I eat food, I have to wash my hands afterwards. Every time. But that's kind of nice. No, but even if I for, knife and fork, it's a mental, I'm a psycho. Well, I don't, I didn't think you were like eating it like. No, but I'm saying if I have a slice get... of pizza, of course I want to wash my hands. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. if I have a fork and a knife, I still will wash my fucking hands. That's a little weird. I'm a weirdo. Yeah, yeah. It's a little... You've got weird shit, don't you? Are you kidding Please me? Please tell me some of your weird Look shit at so me. I don't feel alone. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like a sad weirdo. Uh, Do you have one of these weird quirks? What are some of my weird Because I feel like most comics I know, I guess as you grow, I, people in general, but comics specifically, everyone has like a little bit of these weird things that we do because, and I think for me it was traveling so much. I just always wanted to feel a little clean because I always felt dirty, like airplanes and hotels. And I don't know when I go out to eat all the time when I'm on the road and I just feel like I just always feel dirty. Like um, I have to shower at least twice a day on the road. I definitely shower. I don't know. I feel like the weird thing for me is doing comedy. That That's the weirdest thing? That's the weirdest thing I do. <laughs> that is. It is fucking psycho to like travel to a place to talk to people in a microphone. It doesn't make any sense. Like, Can I have money? And they're like, you got it. <laughs> now get out of here. And you're like, thank you. It is very fucked up. I. It is. It's weird to think that like all these people pay tickets to just laugh. Like I want to, someone make me laugh. Like what a... Music I get, you there's emotions tied to it sure. or like Same with a, comedy though, right? Sure, but but to but to let like such a specific human thing. And it's also yeah. the most subjective. Like it's very specific. The rules of comedy are specific. It's yeah. all so strange. It is strange. But also in the same way, people pay for we pay for we pay for all of our other pleasures. Why wouldn't laughter be like we No, I think it's great. I mean, I like pay for pay, Pokemon. It's like right. and that, that just makes me feel Whatever furious. your little dirty pleasure is, it costs something. Yeah. And so laughing kind of is a dirty pleasure for people. It's really weird. Like there's people that won't laugh at, in their daily lives that much, but like love comedy. Yeah. Like, you ever meet people that you're like, this guy loves comedy? I cannot tell because he seems like- Well, what like about comedians that when you talk to them, it's like they seem so boring well, that they would bore some, I mean, it's like- It's most common. And then, but then they get on stage and suddenly they're alive. Yeah. Something turns on. I think it's also because that they- you know, I, I never loved like really like deep, sad, dark comedy. I don't like cool comedy. Yeah, like <laughs> really like. Really. I'm jealous. I'm not cool comic. What am I doing right now? This I'm like. There sad. was it was a mix of a pipe or stroking your beard. You're either you're Gandalf. I'm Gandalf because he's got both a pipe and a, and beard. a beard and a beard pipe. And there's some kind of mystery about yeah the him. that that dark like the idea of like. Uh, this is my impression of Lord of the Rings, by the way. Yeah. It is two and a half hours of. <gasps> That's exactly what it sounds like. Whispering, nonsensical bullshit, and then one yell, and then just showcasing how many people are in an army. Were you always, have you always been into whimsical shit like that, though? I, well, my first love was Maleficent. Oh, yeah. Just a, a woman with Gorgeous. horns shooting Gorgeous. lightning at people in a tower. Beautiful. Fabulous. That's who you wanted to be when you were a I still boy. want to be Maleficent. <laughs> I still fantasize. When do I get my castle that I just, I'm angry. I well, why won't they make Maleficent a guy? Can Maleficent be a guy? Um, She's just, she's, no, it's better that she's like a, a pissed off woman. You think so? Yeah. What about a pissed off guy? We've had enough of those. <laughs>
You. What I'm pretty sure you? both of us are get paid for being a pissed, a pissed off, off guy. guy. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly that's our entire my entire career. I think we've had here's just money to be enough. mad. I'm shooting mental lightning bolts all the time at people as I go you're by. A, you're a mental Zeus. I am. I am a little mental Zeus. Yeah, that my album will be called Mental Zeus. Mental Zeus. I'd like ten percent. <laughs> oh fuck. No, take it. I don't give a shit. Okay, so. No, that's okay. No, it's not your fault. Sorry, I kept abusing fucking these mics. Fucking that piece of shit. So, so El Dante. Yes. And you don't like, and we, no, fuck. Uh, I love that we were just in such a serious conversation about social media, it. and then we're like, okay, back to pasta. Best of, well, and I'm very happy to talk about pasta. I make videos about pasta. I want to do a pasta show. I'm very. You very, do want to do a pasta show? I would love to do a pasta show. Hell yeah. I want to do. I just do you go, make your own from scratch? Yes. I would want to. But What's there's the a difference between fresh and dry pasta. They have very specific People often miss. This, I'm so sorry for everybody listening at home that does, that came to listen to you. And now like I'm talking taking about taking off pasta. their headphones. They're like, um, no, no, no. This there's is a there's a he, people often mistake that fresh pasta is better pasta. Fresh pasta is pasta made for specific dishes and sauces. Dry pasta is made for other specific dishes mm-hmm. and sauces. So, for example, una carbonara, right? A carbonara, which the real carbonara in Italy can only be used with. Dry pasta, and it has to be spaghetti or rigatoni. You can use bucatini, but spaghetti or rigatoni. You would never use a fresh pasta with carbonara because you're looking for different, the right texture. Huh. So for, for fresh pasta, tagliatelle, parpadelle, fettuccine, you use that for bolognese, like a, a slow, Easter, slow stirred, creamy right. um, uh, meat sauce, right? Yeah. You never use dry pasta spaghetti with a bolognese. You use fresh pasta because it's about the textures. Oh. And frozen pasta should be destroyed. Thrown in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> I so, prefer uh, dry pasta. You do? Yeah. See, I like fresh. I don't know why. It's I like, fun. I like soft and fresh. It's <laughs> bouncy and squishy and It's a nice texture. Like say I never liked al dente. I never I was I like I like it Soft and squishy and sweet and pillowy and I don't like hard and you like gnocchi. Yeah, I do love gnocchi. Yeah, it's a pillow. I want to eat a little pillow. I'm not a big gnocchi fan. I fuck with it if the if the if the sauce is good. If it's like a pesto gnocchi, that actually you're you're right. Pesto gnocchi is actually great. It's called ribalta here. Oh, I should take you. Let's go. It's the best Italian food. Let's go for lunch. You want to go for lunch? One hundred percent. Oh, let's go. It is the best Italian food you're ever gonna have. All right, I'm down because I. It's so funny because at home, look, no hate on my parents, but at home now, like you know, they want to eat small and simple and convenient. Mm. They don't want to cook anymore. Mm -hmm. They're older. It's you know, so it's like everything we eat is like frozen or. There's some fresh stuff still, but it's hard for them at this age. They're, they don't want to do it. And I get How it. How old are your parents? Shh. Oh, sorry. Is that a rude question? <laughs> no, I don't fucking oh, okay. give a shit. They're sniffing around 70. <laughs> yeah, my parents, my dad's 70. My mom is 63. Yeah. So. Yeah, sit late 60s. Still, yeah. My grandparents don't cook anymore and they still have two kitchens and a living room we don't go in and the whole, whole nine yards. But. Now it's like the family comes over and cooks in the basement. So see, in the basement, that's so funny. Do you have a they have a stove in the basement? They have two full kitchens. Oh my! Did I ever God. show you that video of my nana's house? No. Oh, I gotta show it. It's a Chicago Italian home, one hundred percent. You're the real Sebastian Maniscalco. No, so I, Sebastian Maniscalco is Sebastian Maniscalco. His yeah. dad was out there killing animals to to protect his, you know. Squash. Uh-huh. So that's that's like real Italian. Yeah, that is. He know he is the he is the. We're real from deal. almost the same part. Him and I are almost. We 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 met once and we're talking about we were from Arlington Heights because I'm from Arlington Heights in Chicago. Oh yeah, and we were literally just separated by the train tracks. Is where the Bears are gonna go? Maybe. Isn't that crazy? Maybe the Chicago Bears. 
Yeah, I mean, I've, got, I've, I've, I've had this argument slash discussion with a lot of different people. And I guess the argument is, for people that don't understand, Chicago Bears played a place called Soldier Field downtown. It's owned by the Park District. Chicago Park District owns it. Uh, the biggest scam city in the world. <laughs> the biggest. The biggest scam city, city in, the in the world. In fact, on the news the other day, you're going to love this. I'll go back to the Bears, but this is so good. There was a private, we were watching WGN la last night. There was a private company that boots customers at this at these parking lots if they don't go into the, the store. Like the liquor store paid for it and it's a strip mall, you know? And they boot these customers. And this guy was like, I went in the liquor store. I just went to a burger joint first next door. But they booted him anyway. And it was $175 to get the boot taken off. So it's not the city booting some of these parking lots. It's private companies booting it. Of course, the news does a piece on it to be like, is this legal? This is fucking ridiculous. Right. And dude, the guy they had on there, right away, my dad and I looked at each other. I was like, the most Chicago guy. <laughs> They're like, and he owns the private. He's like, nah, yeah, you know, we got approval from the alderman to do it. And I'm, all, I'm in, you know, look, I started in two districts. I'm in 31. So- you know, I, we're obviously, we're, the city's okay with it. And then they look it up. He's donated to all these aldermen's campaigns. Of course. You know, you don't call them aldermen here. What are they called? Like city councilmen or what are they called here? Do like, they call them aldermen here? I don't, well, do you have, you have wards in New York. Don't you have wards or? You have uh, sorcerers. I mean, it sounds <laughs> it's like. bullshit. I know. <laughs> in here, we pour whiskey. Hey, this episode is brought to you by Rabbit Hole Distillery and their one-of-a-kind Kentucky bourbon and rye whiskeys. This stuff is good sauce, I'm telling you. Uh, I love it. Each one of their bourbons is made from distinct one-of-a-kind recipes using specially malted grains you're not going to find anywhere else. The best part about this stuff is a lot of people say it's small batch. That could mean anything. Small batch to them could be 50,000 barrels. Who knows how much they pump out? Uh, but I got to tell you, this is incredible. They do extreme small batch. That means under 15 barrels. That is really good. You know the quality is going to be there in every single bottle. They got four distinct wh whiskey expressions. Uh, they got the Cave Hill, the four-grain uh, triple malt bourbon. This is that right here. It is very, very good. One of my favorites. The High the high Gold, The uh, that's the High Rye double malt. Boxer Grail, I've had that before. And the Derringer, which is finished in their Sherry Cast, which I'm a big fan of that. If you want to try it for yourself, which I highly, highly recommend, uh, do yourself a favor and go pick one up from your liquor store nearby you. Also, go to rabbitholedistillery.com slash drizzly and use promo code rabbit for $5 off your first order to have it delivered to your house. Uh, I'm starting to see a lot of brands out there tout toasted barrels as uh, special specialty releases. Every single one of Rabbit Hole's expressions is aged in both charred and toasted barrels. Double down, baby, at a low entry and never chill filtered as it should be. Don't put, cool, don't put some coldness on there. Go to rabbitholedistillery.com slash drizzly. Use the promo code rabbit for $5 off your first order. Get yourself some Rabbit Hole. I've talked about Squarespace a lot on this show. Uh, if you don't know what it is, wake up. Where are you? It's an all-in-one platform uh, for building your brand and growing your business online. I use Squarespace to develop my websites over the years. You don't have to do that. If you're not doing a comedy website, you're not a comedian person, you're just a regular human being that's looking to publish something or sell something or throw something up online, this is the place. Uh, whatever your products are, whatever you're selling, whatever content you're putting out, uh, Squarespace is incredible. I'm telling you, they have these platforms that are on there that are so beautiful that they've set up for you to use. And if you don't want to, don't worry about it. Uh, you know, you can go on your own. You can go free ball, dude. You can do whatever you want. You can add online booking with scheduling for your classes or sessions to Squarespace websites if you're doing yoga classes online now, which, you know, I'm starting to do again, trying to get my stretch back. Um, email campaigns. You've got Video Studio on there. Create pro-level videos effortlessly. Squarespace does almost everything you could ever think of when you're creating a site. 
Uh, and the analytics, use insights to grow your business, learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. Trust me, you are going to love Squarespace. If you haven't tried it, you must use it now. Uh, do me a favor, head over to squarespace.com slash whiskey for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code whiskey to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Once again, that's squarespace.com slash whiskey. When you're ready, use the promo code whiskey. You'll get a free trial, but when you're ready, use the promo code whiskey and save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Ginger. I like gingers. You don't have words like, well, the cops probably have like, they're like they're in probably sections or the cops are divided in New York. So in Chicago, I mean, you know, yeah. And there are these things called aldermans that are like your city councilmen of these- Each zones, so like zone, Buena yeah. Park and right, right, Lakeview right. and all that stuff. It's bullshit. Yeah. It's all bullshit. It's all old school- corrupt bullshit. The whole city of Chicago is completely And all corrupt. you have to do is, it, hey. everyone pays off. The Chicago way is get paid to get it done. Anyway, this guy is very wealthy from booting people and the city's letting him get away with it. And the irony is, what are you gonna do, call the cops? <laughs> what are you gonna do, call, that should be their, what should be their slogan? What are you gonna do, call the cops? You <laughs> fucking idiot. You idiot. You yeah. idiot, yeah, <laughs> good luck. So anyway, that that be, that just reminded me, but the, but the scam city, so, the, the Bears don't make any money in the Park District selling alcohol because the Park District owns it. That's a huge revenue stream for sporting teams, obviously. And so there's a proposal to move it to Arlington, uh, Arlington Heights. It's going to change Arlington Heights. Yeah, but, and you know what? I think it's a good thing because people say that- do, We're boring. It, well, people that do go downtown to go to Soldier Field, it's a fucking nightmare. There's limited places for the tailgate yeah. anyway. So let them go out to the fucking Arlington Heights where they have all this room. It's at the racetrack, right? Or, yeah. Which my grandfather worked at. Really? And Maywood, the dog track. Did you ever go to that? No, I never. Do you think I've, look at me. Do you think I've ever been to a dog track? The only dog track I've seen is on The Simpsons. So we used to go with my grandfather. He worked at Arlington and Maywood pretty much up until he died two years ago. uh, Or what is it? A year and a half ago now. And uh, he was a ticket take. He was a win. He was, you know, well, he was a, Degenerate gambler. I was just just gonna yeah, say yeah. he was also gambling. Yeah, and he lost their house like four times. Oh my god! Yeah, he was great. He was Honestly, great he yeah. better work. Yeah, he was. He like, better work. He better the ticket. fucking he, work. My, my grandmother said, "You better fucking work because yeah. he lost our house. <laughs> he lost our house three times." <clears throat> but well, he did. Those, those listening, like, if you're not from Chicago, let's say you're from the suburbs, or even if you're just sort of in the city already, and you want to get downtown, if you take the metro, you got to get to Ogilvy, or you got to get to the other station, then you got to take a bus, and you got to take the bus to another bus, and that bus takes you to. Soldier Field, yeah, or like you got to take the fucking red line and get on another, but like it's a pain in the ass to it's get hard. to Soldier Field. It's way field. too hard. It should be it should be a lot more convenient. And other cities have figured it out. And look, I know people are against it because they're like, it's not Arlington, it's not in Chicago. And you're Shut like, up. Yes, it is. Shut up. Also, yes, it is. It it is the Chicagoland area. It's it's Cook it County. Is. Yeah, it's there. So let them have it out there. I think it'd be more worth it, and also bring revenue for the fucking for that whole area. I mean, for boring ass Action Heights. Yeah. Boy, is that what it is? You call it Action Heights. Yeah. Like, there was like the thing like, ooh, Action Heights. There's nothing. To <laughs> nothing do. doing, nothing. nothing. I mean, I moved into this city when I was like 17. Where did you live? I lived in, oh my God, okay. Lakeview, uh, Lincoln Park. near Jefferson Park, um, uh, near Edgewater, basically Edgewater, Andersonville. Yeah. I moved around a bunch. You were a lesbian at one point? Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> my wife and I make our own water. <laughs> We wait, we go to bed at 4 p.m. Uh, and then we wake up reasonably at 3 a.m. to yeah. take care of six cats, seven oh, dogs, sweet. five chickens. We don't, they don't allow chickens, but we got an alderman to, to By the allow way, it. All my lesbian fans are checked out now because you made fun of them. I'm fine. And I'm and and Carol, he's just joking around. My my friend Emma Willman, who I do my podcast with, uh, I like Emma inside the closet, who's a lesbian. We we were years. Her and I were doing that joke about I make my own water, and then she goes, "You know what, Mateo? I realize I do make my own water." 
Because <laughs> I have like a really? fizzy drink. Yeah, she's like, I put lemon in it and then I fizz it and stuff like that. Shame. I was like, That's so fucking funny. Shame. 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 But she's not married. No, she's not married. Yeah, she's- But she's in a relationship with, this, with a really great girl who's also Mexican-Italian. Like, oh, yuck. Don't say Mexican. <laughs> Don't say that on this show. Don't tell everybody the Mexican side, dude. We're going to bleep that out. Yeah, we got to bleep out the Mexican I'm part. Mexican. The Italians side, we're okay with I'm the Mexican I'm Irish, part. Mexican, and Italian. Wow, scum, tri- scum, scum. I know. Yeah. The trifecta of Catholicism. Yes. But my Spanish has a, an Italian accent. Yeah, he speaks Italian better than Spanish. So I speak like Mario and Luigi. <laughs> Like every time I talk to Latinos, like <laughs> you sound like Mario. Like <laughs> I sound like a complete <laughs> asshole when I speak Spanish. Yeah, but, but it's funny. They 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 most Latinos get a kick out of it. What was the other language in, in Mexico you told me you could speak to? French. You can also kind of speak French. Mm-hmm. How annoying that you can speak so many languages. I well, this is called desperation. But I mean, you're really you're really intelligent, and you have to be to learn so many languages. But it's also like you learn them because you. The Italian part is because of family. Mm-hmm. The French part is because of what? Traveling? No, my friend Anaïs. I loved, I fell in love with this movie called The Young Girls of Rockford. It's this French New Wave jazz film from the late 60s. It's super campy gay. I loved it. And Michel Legrand did the music for it. And um, I was like, oh, I would love to learn French. And my friend Anaïs is from Bordeaux, the south of France. Mm-hmm. I, it's Italian and French are more close actually than Spanish and Italian. And I just said to her, I was like, hey, just like start speaking French with me. And you picked it up. Mm-hmm. You're a fucking so, but, but, annoying. But even You're with an my annoying French. asshole. In my French is like, if someone speaks French, they will laugh at me because I can tell you my whole life story and I cannot count to 10. There's huge gaps in my really? French. Yeah, I, don't, I do not know any numbers Un, deux, in French. Trois, sept, cinq, neuf, neuf, um, I'm close. It's un, deux, trois. Quart. Quart. Cinq. Cinq. Next one I don't know. No, it's alto in Italian. Let's make it up then. Yeah. No. 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 Ich hatte vier Jahre auf meiner Klasse in Deutsch, wenn ich was zwölf Jahre alt, zwölf, zwölf, zehn, zwölf, die eins, zwei, drei, vier, fünf, sechs, sieben, acht, neun, zehn, elf, zwölf. Und ich bin zwölf Jahre alt. Yeah, so you took it when you were twelve years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I speak a little bit of it. Do you? How do you know it? Uh, I sound like such a verbose asshole. Please forgive yeah, me. Yeah, no, you do. You do. You yeah. do. I spent a couple of years. Uh, I was Hitler Youth. What can I say? I don't <laughs> <laughs> no, when I was a kid, I went to LaSalle Language Academy. In oh, Chicago. cool. Yeah. See, I would have loved something like that. I went to LaSalle Language Academy for just a year in Chicago, uh, which my mom, it was like a school where they taught you um, uh, another language as you were developing English. And they, my mom had learned that it was like, this is a great way to. Fucking grow their vocabulary. Listen how I sound. Fucking grow my vocabulary. <laughs> no, but she, and she, German, she thought German because she, I think she had read something that says like, because of the tenses of German made, made up for, uh, made up for the, the lack of it in English and it helped you develop English skills better. Because English is a Germanic das. language. Yeah. And Derdy Das was like a, a good way to like wrap your head around Gen- neutral and ge- which we don't want to get into gender and neutral. We don't want to get into it. We already the, did with Star which, Me. I know that's that we did. That's true. Well, <laughs> there it is. It's out there. And <laughs> by the way, I do want to remind everybody that your pronouns are slut and whore. I wish that's what I'm they too, should I'm call so you. Prude, not prude. That's not true. But I have a. I have to like. I have a few guys that like like rotate. You seem kind of like a prude. 
I just have, I'm just big on trust. Like I want to like be able to trust you some, somewhat, you know, like do you, I have this joke. I'm like, if you use good grammar, like if you're not using a semicolon, get in this colon, but it's like, <laughs> like, like, but, but like I need some kind of trust, you know? So like there's this guy, there's like maybe two guy, two or three guys that I, I know that I'll, will sort Circle of like kind of rotate in. Give me the joke again. If you know, if you know oh, how to use a semicolon, I, get in this colon, uh, but don't bring a semi. Oh my God, that's funny. That's a tag. Oh, I should add that. Can I take that? Yeah. That's oh, great. Of course, yeah. All right, thank you. Yeah, don't bring a semi. <laughs> that was the first thing I thought of. Yeah, people don't know how, but people don't know how to use semicolons and colons. I have no idea how to. Yeah, a little bit I do. I make bit. a thought and then I use that and then I, uh, uh, another thought. an English minor. I think I should know how to do it. I almost failed high school. Did you really? Yeah, I didn't show up to And you class. know fucking four languages? But that's like- This is proof, kids, that you don't need high school. This, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know it, it, it. I don't know. I maybe I'm like a tactile learner. Like, well, I wasn't good in high school either. I was very, I was like a C level cat. But <laughs> in 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 college, I graduated with honors. Co college and because went to I art liked school. stuff. Yeah, I liked what I was learning. Right. So I think that's the problem with that is that people like you, people like me, it's very difficult to like pin you down and make you learn generalized bullshit when you're like, I don't like this stuff. It's very boring. It's not like, for me. It's the comic in us too. We don't like authority. Sure. So like when I went to art school, I I went to School of the Art Institute of Chicago. I didn't feel, now that's a- That is uh, a- <laughs> Yeah. But that, that felt like I wasn't, re, like there was no, my teachers were not an authority figure. They were trying to help me sure. grow. Yeah. And you could feel that. And yeah. I really, really, God, this got so gay. Um, but <laughs> but I but I but that, that's what I loved about it is that I was going in with with yes, I was under them, but they were also my peer yeah. and we were learning from each other. Whereas in high school it was like, you know, learn math. Who Cares. Fuck math. And I know it's like good for you and stuff like that, but I just, everyone drop out of high school. Who cares? <laughs> drop the fuck out. Who gives Honestly though, when you say that, like math is good at a at a very like- For what? Um, for who? I'm not building rockets. Right. At an entry level, you, you must understand math because it does help you with the science of life, right? But then at some point, it's bullshit. Well, at some point, <laughs> who calculus? It's bullshit. I mean, it's good to challenge yourself, I guess, but like- mm, Is it though? Because like, you're gonna challenge yourself with other stuff. I'm like, do I need to learn about the intricacies of? I wish, I wish, I, I wish I did like theater and stuff. I did like one play, and then I was so relentlessly made fun of that I, I quit like show choir and theater. What do you mean, who, all your friends it. or no? At the your... whole fag, faggot, you know, the whole thing. So I just was like, oh, so I just sort of retreated into the city where I had a group of friends. Were you in out city. in high school? No, but I mean, I was working at Michael's, so they knew. So everyone knew. You're done. I had an yeah, apron that I can help you craft. <laughs> that wasn't like. You know what I mean? I'm, no one's pounding pussy when they put that apron on. But can you? Did you ever sleep with a woman? No. Yeah. Same. I made out with girls. But was it for fun, the friends, or was it like you were trying to hook up? I, I was like trying to. I was. I was playing house. Yeah, it was cute. It's humiliating. That's how gay it was. That it was like acting, like and scene. You know what I mean? Like after I made out with a girl, <laughs> like there was. <laughs> you took a bow. Yeah. Like, who are you, who I are you bowing to? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone just throws you a rose. Like, thank you. I know. Who it was, was that? It was <laughs> I had a lot of, I had, I've had a few friends in my life that slept with women and then came out later. And then a few of them that like loved it. That like actually enjoyed the time. Yeah. I and, don't, but, I don't, by the way, I'm not disgusted by females. I'm not like, I am. Gays like this. <laughs> Pigs. <laughs> I'm not disgusted by female. That should be that should be your next special. Disgusted by females, pigs. 
Make me sick, these bitches. Brought to you by CISO. I mean, who's going to pick that up? <laughs> yeah, you, uh, CISO. yeah, yeah, CISO or Quibi. Oh, Quibi, Quibi. That was the one Quibi. I couldn't pick up. Oh, R.I.P. Quibs. Oh, please. You guys did a great job. Sure. I think they made to- so much money on those things anyway, those platforms. There's a new one. What? There's another thing. I'm, no, they, I'm and they, and they, and so funny in the Joe Rogan controversy, they offered, which I don't want to talk about because I just, uh, we already did, but they offered him a hundred, Rumble, Rumble, Ramble. It's a new platform. They offered him $100 million to leave Spotify. They're like, we'll pay you what they paid you if you get off of that platform. And I was like, how do these new companies have that much fucking money? A lot of investors. Well, it's, it's also got to be shit bad money. It's got to be- All of it's bad dirt, money. Dirt, dirt, gross dirt Anyone who's money. offered $100 million to do something new, there's it, there's miles of blood. It's, like, it's got to be child traffic. And there's no doubt it's not, It's like, that's how I feel anytime like a- like these Russian corporations, you're like, this is all child traffic. <laughs> There's no doubt in my mind. It's just, I don't, that That's kind of so much wealth. Money. It's so much money. I don't even understand what you could do with it. Do I it, sell out a club and I'm like, God, I can order lobster. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, what else do I need? I, I do feel like when you make a little bit of money, you have a decision to make when you start making a little bit you of money. You only take Ubers. No more train. No more train. Well, that's obvious. But it's, <laughs> but it's do you... You know the phrase, there's no end to up? You know that phrase? You ever heard of that? There's no end to up? Well, like, unless you're referring to the Shania Twain song, Up. There's absolutely an end to that song. <laughs> and thank God. And thank God there is. <laughs> it's actually one of my favorites. Shania no, there's songs. no end to up if you're, when people, it's like a symptom of greed. It's like, it's hard to stop. When is enough of course, enough? You know? Of course. But when is enough? Like, do you think you have a goal where you're like, I think I'd be happy at X, Y, Z? Here's what, well, I, you know what? I thought I'd be happy now. Actually, my friend Trana Wintour, she's a comic in Montreal. She told me she when I was when I went to is New Anna things, Wintour's is, sister. Is that, <laughs> that Trana Wintour? Is Anna Wintour's? <laughs> she's Anna Wintour's sister, and she's much funnier. Okay. And she said, um, "You Americans." She's like, "I just it's so funny to me. Like you, you all complain so much." She's like, "The second you make your money off jokes, like you're getting, you're paying rent with your jokes, you've made it." Yeah. And I was like, ah, you're right, Trana. Because the thing is like, to me, this is what I would like. Oops, sorry, did I run the mic? This is what I would like. I have no interest in entourages, penthouses, planes. Yeah. That, well, actually, no, I do for always first class. But um, I want a apartment in New York that I can cook a dinner in and have a dinner party. Mm. That's my ultimate goal. So 10 million. <laughs> I'm never going to make it. That's all you need? <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I'm living, yeah. I'm what if out. it's in Jersey? I'd rather be dead. Okay. <laughs> They'd live in Jersey. But you know the Carl Pilkington theory, which was great from that show, Idiot Abroad, and I recommended it to a, a, a good friend of mine again. The genius of him was like, he, they were looking at a, they were looking at a, um, these, uh, the city built into the, into these mountains, and I can't remember, like the lost city or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they were in the, the castle looking out at like kind of where the peasants lived in the other. And he was like, I'd rather live over there because you got to look at a castle every day. You live in a castle, you gotta look at shit. That man's an idiot. Yeah, that's the beauty. But he's like, that same theory is like, it's almost like Jersey, you get to look at beautiful, the beautiful city of New York. No, when I'm in the in Jersey, city of New York, what do you look at? You you don't have to look at anything. You're, you're in New York. That's you're in the is. place where people want to be. But I like a nice view. I want to look at a place. When you're in Jersey, I'm moving all you're thinking is, I don't live there. And when I want to get there, it's gonna take 20 minutes, maybe 40 minutes, depends on the train traffic, and then I gotta pay $16 to well, get. I'm moving to Jersey and I'm gonna helicopter in every day. That'd be fabulous. See, that would just be just like like if you were like, do you wanna get lunch? <laughs> I'm like, there's Andrew. <laughs> Mateo! <laughs> Throw down a I'm on my way! Climb up! Oh, I would love it. You could climb up. You could climb a rope. I'm not athletic. Pun intended. But 
I, I know you could climb a rope. You're right. You're not athletic. What are you talking about? I look. It's a. It's all. We throw strict. a football on the beach. So, that's true. And you but, could throw a football really well. Yeah. <laughs> that's. <laughs> that was so. Remember in Mexico, you and I just clung on to each other for. Well, life. there was a lot of, it was not much else going on there <laughs> that we could do. It was almost like we either hang out or it's going to be sad in these rooms. We did it. We did uh, just for laughs Cancun <laughs> together mm-hmm. and it was a, a wild debacle and no, no discredit to JFL. It was the first one they, they, they were trying, but they were figuring out a lot of shit as mm. it was gone. We were on the fly mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. The weirdest part was we stayed in the hotel with all of the fans. That was the only thing where it was like, like I went and I had brought my friend Trey and he had a blast. Like he was like, well, because Woo! he's not. Yeah, this it doesn't matter for him. It's like right. he doesn't have to perform or no. It's it's it that would be amazing to be Trey. Right, Trey would be amazing. So in in other Trey. words, JFL did everything right. The comics just like to complain. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. That's but we were right true. next to each other. Yeah, our rooms. That was yeah. kind of great. Actually, your room. We came back and the door was wide open, just wide open. And I was like, hello. I like tempting people. <laughs> I was like, come on in and see what I happens. Thank God nothing was stolen. I know. Well, you know what though? I'm so weird. I don't really I don't leave anything in a hotel room with because I have this panic that people are gonna break in. And so if they do, it's like, well then what are they gonna take? My clothes? Like you're not gonna get anything. Right. Like as long as I have my passport and wallet or passport and phone. I keep all that shit on my body. Yeah. I, whenever I'm traveling, whenever I'm out of town, I don't I keep nothing. My iPad is in my hotel. Yeah. And it's in the fucking safe, as weird as that I, sounds. I always think when I go to Italy, I'll probably keep my passport. Maybe I'll keep it on me. I don't know. I get kind of Just be one of those tourists where they keep it in that front, oh, you know, the I'm pouch not thing. not that much of a faggot. I can't walk <laughs> around with a fucking pouch in my fucking shirt. It is like, so, it's so up. sad. That says rob me more than anything. That's like, what? rob me. One of the, when, I, when you have like a pouch, when you have like your you passport pouch. Like such an asshole. Just rob that guy. Yeah. And I see that guy getting robbed and I'm like, this is what you get, buddy. Because <laughs> you're walking around with like, yeah. yeah. In here... We pour whiskey. We're a busy body. You don't got time to go to the grocery store anymore. You got to use DoorDash. If you don't know what DoorDash is, what's going on, dude? It's incredible. You got back-to-back meetings. You got errands to run. You got a life to live, chores, kids, whatever you got. Let DoorDash help you clear up that to-do list. You can get dinner, household essentials, and everything on your grocery list. Deliver to your house, right to your front door. It's time to get back out there, but you're not quite ready for a full-blown adventure. There's still ways to explore the world from the comfort of your own home. With DoorDash, you do not need to travel far to experience something new. This past year has taught us, man. We've been locked up like scanimals. And if you're craving something late night, and you don't want to get out of the house, you don't want to go mingle amongst the peeps now that things are opening up, go ahead and order with DoorDash. Late night ice cream, pizza, whatever you got. They got 300,000 partners. You can support your local neighborhood go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Popeye's. Love that jingle. Chipotle and Cheesecake Factory. Ordering is so simple, and your items are going to be left safely Outside of your door, when you choose contactless delivery drop-off, come on, for a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code WHISKEY. Download the DoorDash app, enter the code WHISKEY, 25% off, up to a $10 value, zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store, enter the code WHISKEY. Don't forget, that's code WHISKEY for 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Subject to change, terms apply. Hey, when the moment arrives, you got to be ready, all right? You don't want the rocket to not have enough fuel, but that happens often. Let me tell you something. You're not alone. 52% of guys age 40 to 70 experience some form of erectile dysfunction. Sometimes the pump isn't flowing like it used to. That's not that big of a deal. You just got to go to GetRoman.com slash whiskey. You can speak to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional about erectile dysfunction and get $15 off your first month of treatment. Let me tell you something. You're not, you're not alone. All right? A lot of people go through this, and the benefits of ED treatment can help you reconnect with your partner, rediscover sex for yourself, for others. 
U.S. licensed healthcare professional is going to work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it may not be. But if it is, it ships to you for free with two-day shipping. Comes in a discreet box. No one knows what's going on. And everybody needs a little more rocket fuel once in a while, all right? Getting started is very simple. Uh, just go to GetRoman.com slash whiskey. Complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving your home. Complete an online visit today to connect with a U.S. licensed healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash whiskey. And if you're prescribed $15 off your first month of ED treatment, make sure you're ready to have confidence and control this fall. Be Roman ready. That's GetRoman.com slash whiskey. GetRoman.com slash whiskey. Ginger. I like gingers. What is that? Last, when I was uh, in Rome and they have those guys, they say, I, I'd been already and I'd never been to the Coliseum. And my wife was like, we should go to the I said, I will go at once because I've never been. Because I've seen, when you walk by, you're like, it's amazing, but I want to yeah. go get lunch. Yeah. And I didn't want to stand in line and do that whole thing. And then you stand in line and there's all these guys out there. The gladiators? No, no, no. There's all oh. these dudes selling selling water. Mm. And they're also like half scamming. They're trying to get you to like get side tickets to get in. And I was like, man, I respect the hustle. Because we do the same thing in America. They sell fake tickets to sporting events and all that stuff. But it's so it's just so dynamically different the way they approach it there. Because in America, we're so much more aggressive. Here's something Italians do that Americans don't know. They will cut you in line. They just jump in front they of you. They cut you in line. And you and have to fuck off. one time, I missed my fucking train. I'm in Rome. I missed my train. The whole train system is fucking annoying in Italy. Yeah. And so I'm waiting in line, waiting in line. I finally get right up to the front. And this guy in his early hundreds just walks right in front of me. Because mm -hmm. he hears me speaking English to my friend Henry. And I go, excuse me, sir. I've been waiting in line. And he goes right up to the ticket. And I put my hand down and go, scusa, signore, ma io stavo aspettando. And then he was like, oh. But like, they, they will just jump in front of you. Cut you off? Mm -hmm. This is funny that you say this. I, this is insane, but I, I'm going to look this up as fast as I can. I have a video of this very thing you're speaking about. We were getting on a boat. Maybe it was like, maybe we were coming back from Capri or something like that. Oh my God, you've lived it up in Italy. Wait, dude. I've never been to Capri. We, and this, this, this dude got into an outright, I mean, fight, fight. These two dudes were fucking fighting because one of them had cut the other guy off. Um... Fuck, I'm going to find it. But one of them had cut the other guy off, jumped in front of him to get on the boat. Because when you take those boats back, it's kind of first come, first serve. And if you miss the first boat- <laughs> Everything in Italy really is yeah, first come, first it's, serve, it's not, There the is no like, we have a ticket to get on the 814. It's like, you have a fucking ticket. And if you if you can get on the 814, that's yours. <laughs> it's all still like Ellis Island. It is. It, 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 it very much is. the century. Like. All right, here. I'm going to find I'm gonna find this video while we check because I'm I'm like so annoyed that I can't find it. But it's- these guys just started going at it. And I was like, holy fuck. And these guys were in each other's face. I'm like, they're going to scrap out. But it was a whole family. So it was like, <laughs> just like an Italian to get the whole fucking family involved to be like, oh, no, no, no. This isn't just- Parking and driving, by the way. One time, so Aziz was in Italy and we were driving around and he was with my friend. Was that when he was doing it, uh, shooting the show there or whatever? It was a little after. Okay. But we were in, we were in Italy at the same time. And um, so we were driving. He rented a car. We're driving around. I was with my friend Giovanni. Now, my friend Giovanni is from Naples. Naples is, if you've Napoli. not been there- Napoli. Napoli. It's like, it's a whole other it's my, thing. It's my, one of my favorites, by the way. So we're driving and there's an open spot across the street. We're driving south, it's north, right? So we have to turn right. around. So we see this spot. My friend Giovanni starts screaming at Aziz. Hey, go, go, go. You gotta go, you gotta go, you gotta go. <laughs> so Aziz is like, oh, oh, well, dude. And he like takes like a UV. Oh, well, I can't. <laughs> I can't seem to get it together. Ah! And then we get up to the spot and another car is pulling in and Aziz goes, ah, man, we'll get the next one. Giovanni goes, no. And he, he's like, you get, get in the way, get in the way. And so like, Aziz is like trying to block this car. Then the woman gets out of her car and she comes up to our window. Aziz is like, what the hell? And then Giovanni's like, roll the window down. And it goes down and they're screaming at each other in Italian. And Aziz is, 
literally laughing out loud. He's like, what the fuck is going on? And we didn't get the spot, but I was like, that was the most Italian thing yeah, yeah. in the world. And it's just, that, that should have ended up on the show. And yet he didn't put it out <laughs> on the fucking show. I thought that season he did in Italy was fucking amazing. It was so fun. It was based off the bicycle, the Italian. Oh, I, I thought that was so great. I thought what he did over there was so nice. And also him he being like a little Italian. Apprentice. Does he? Yeah, and he, but he speaks like Aziz. Like, eh, ma buongiorno. Io tengo una uh, oh, That's Spanish. Uh, una domanda. Che domani che andiamo da parlare. Did he really learn how to make pasta? Yeah, he, yeah, we made pasta at his house together. What got you hooked on the pasta thing? My, did you get my mother. She, and she's like, I don't want to teach you all the ways. My mom did something really... My, my, I have a very good mother. She, my brother and sister are all the same age, basically. We're one year apart. So I'm 35. My sister's 36. My brother's 37. And they're Irish twins. They're only 11 months apart. Wild. And every night, my mom would cook dinner. But what she would do is she would line us all up. And every night, we would make dinner with my mom. And she made it so fun. Like, she made it, like, it was the most exciting part of the day was, like, to cook with my mom. Like, making pasta dough or making pizza dough and watching it rot. Like, all of it was really fun. Aww. And she made us very comfortable in the kitchen. Now, my sister and I, my sister cooks, like, homemade butter and bread. Like, she's so crazy. With her. Yeah, she's the real deal. But I've always just loved cooking, and I feel so comfortable in the kitchen. And it's such a... I, that's a, that's one of the things my mom gave to me, my brother and sister, that like I'll forever be grateful for. What about your well, your old man? Was he a Vietnam vet who's Irish and doesn't know how to show emotions? Oh, so he's, but what, he stayed in one part of the house while you guys did all that, basically, and then came and ate, basically, and then went back to where he belonged. That's right. Well, you know, dads that's are right. dads. Dads have to. He's be dads. a nice guy. You have he's, a relationship with him or no? Um. Well, because uh, you have that big tattoo above your asshole that says "Daddy Issues." Yeah. It's and and so and you know when I showed him and he didn't even comment <laughs> at Thanksgiving, my mother commented on it. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't like old English. I've never liked how that, how it looks. <laughs> we we talk maybe like three times a year. So yeah, no, nothing. Was it what, did it, was it a thing because you came out and he was like no, he ah, never no. had a problem with being gay. My dad is a very wonderful guy who does who was not raised to show emotions and was. Suffered a lot in Vietnam, and I think just can't can't emote. And I was raised by my mother's family. Mm. I mean, they're all in the same block. They're Italian and Mexican. Where's it's, his family? At? It's very. They're all scattered. Yeah. You know, like I have cousins in Colorado and some cousins in. You know, I think I have like six cousins on his side, and I have thirty four of my mom's. But he's from Chicago too. He was born in Chicago, but they moved around a lot. Yeah. So my mom was just born in Chicago and stayed in Chicago. That yeah. was just you know like. I was just taken by the machine of my mother's family and raised by them. It's a good machine, though. It it's out. a great machine. I talk to my cousins every day, my aunts and uncles. Like, most of my humor comes from my Aunt Cindy. It's, it's just the way we were raised. I was completely raised by my mom's. I look like my mom's family. Give me a conversation that you have with your dad on the phone. Oh, I have to remember the last time I spoke to him on the so phone. It's that short. It would be like a text, maybe. A text Son? Happy birthday. Do you pay your taxes? Yeah, something like, no, not even that. That would be my Uncle Mike. I'm at you. Uh, you are. Uh, you gotta know when you gotta pay the taxes. The problem <laughs> is if you don't take twenty five percent out of them, get the government gonna come get you. Now, I can do this for you. I'll do it. <laughs> you just gotta send me some of your papers. You got them W nines. Send them my way, dude. My uncle I'll Mike is that guy. Yeah. Well, also my uncle Mike is funny because it's like my whole family. We all gang. We all yell and roast gang, each other. Gang, gang up on each other. Yeah, I was like, yo, gang <laughs> rape each other. Each other. <laughs> gang each other. And you know what? That's. <laughs> Where I get it's my a family comic affair. <laughs> we, 
Gang rapes, that's the that's the uh, get-together. So that's a little get-together. The the, you guys gang up on each other and bully each other and make fun well, of Well, my Uncle Mike one time broke his leg, which was the bane of all of our existence for the next three months. And he's sitting at the kitchen table and there's like 15 of us and he sees someone go running by. He just wants to play victim. Oh, I wish I could go running. Manson is like, you've never run. You've never run and you never will. Now stop it. This family never supports me. We're like, get out. One time he came and he's like, he's always trying to make money. He's like, Mateo, I got an idea. We can make gay greeting cards. It'll make lots of money. Tons of them. Gay greeting cards. My Aunt Cindy doesn't even look up. She goes, what are they going to say? Happy birthday from a gay. And then he's like, <laughs> he came back in. He's like, what about, because Obama was president at the time. We could do a painting of Obama. Make money. And my Aunt Cindy goes, yeah, and if he doesn't like it, send him a card that says I'm sorry from a gay. <laughs> <laughs> my bad from a gay. <laughs> gay greeting cards, by the way. Good idea, Uncle Mike. Kind of. Yeah, it's kind of good. But I said they have gay greeting cards. It's just pictures of dicks. And he's like, that's not what I'm, please, please. <laughs> They do have those though. I've gotten a few of those. Remember at in the Spencer's? Mail. Yes, I've gotten stuff like that. Or like, uh, yeah, like you, you pull, you know, the cards that have like a thing you pull on and like balls drop down mm -hmm. or something like that. It is a good idea, by the way. That's like the Far Side made those. <laughs> or any truck in Mississippi. Yeah, exactly. It's very truck stoppy. Truck stop stuff though. Don't not gonna hate because anytime I drove to the Midwest and we stopped at a truck stop for gas, got to go inside. It isn't a world that only the Midwest is exposed to. The rest of the country doesn't have truck stop love. Mm -mm. Like they don't get that thing that you get there where it's like, there's so much stuff that only can be sold to here mm -hmm. specifically for, it's, it's where big mouth basses were born. Like the thing that talks <laughs> to you, you know, the, you know, the guy that's like sings. Course. That's exactly where that's birthed. And that's where that, like anything QVC or as seen on TV, you can, you, the stuff that they have there is like that, but better. It's shit. You're like, wow, this is like, you know what we, I got at a truck stop was, um, uh, uh, little egg. Gonorrhea. Yeah, well, <laughs> and I gave it to. Me. Yeah, I gave it to you. Yeah, it yeah. was terrible. It was rough. I got one of those things that you, the little silicone, it was as seen on TV thing, and it's a thing for eggs, and you crack an egg and you cook, like an Egg McMuffin ah, egg. Yes. And now everything's on fucking Amazon, but Amazon used to be truck stops, by the way. Everything you fucking- Truck stops is Amazon. It is. It is. It really it's a is. collection of miscellaneous items that you that comes to your home, and you're like, how did, where did- Oh, it's what? Just a, That's a truck stop. I was in Kansas. Right. For someone that doesn't say that they don't like truck, truck stops, then you can't use Amazon. That's what it is. And you're funding, by the way, you're funding a- a fucking a trillionaire who's buying boats and changing bridges. Do you not use Amazon at all? No, I have to, but I like to, I try to not because I fucking hate it. I use it for certain things. I think things. it's so evil, dude. I, of it course we evil. all use it, but- It's all evil. TikTok that, is evil. Instagram's evil. I know, but like I'm not funding a, a, a billionaire to make more billions and but billions of dollars. On TikTok? On all I'm of supporting it. the Chinese on TikTok. Well. Because I'm, you know I'm Chinese. Of course. I'm switching. I'm giving up my fucking- Cantonese or Mandarin? Mandarin always. <laughs> Cantonese is harder, I think. Way it's harder. more tonal. It's no, tonal. it's way harder, I think. Yeah. I don't know any Chinese whatsoever. I'm trying to learn it right now, just, you know, because when the takeover happens, I do want to know some of it. I'm willing, I'm willing to switch. You want to just learn how to say, I'm sorry. Yeah, my bad, my bad. My bad. My bad. Whatever my bad is. I did, because I am going to move somewhere here in Chinatown for sure. Are you really? You're Get ahead of the York? game. I want to move. Please, I want to move to New York for a please little do, while. Do cellar every night. You'd I would be love so it. Fucking, can I stay great. with you for a little while? You can stay with me as long as you'd like. Can my wife come? We'll talk. Okay, <laughs> we'll leave that bitch back at the. We'll talk. I mean, we can. We can talk about it. No, we can leave her. It was more fun in Mexico. I've never met your her. wife. What's her yeah. name? Uh, Barb. Barb. Is it really Barb? No, it's I was like, that's such a throwback name. No, but it, but it is a. I would do. I call her a myriad of different things. I call it, she's got a lot of nicknames. I call her the old bag a lot on this show. 
Just because it's the old bag is like this endearing. It's kind of like this. Yeah, the old bag. The old bag. And you know who used to do that a lot, and maybe that's where the influence came from was Norm, because Norm would always make those jokes about his wife, the old battle axe. Yeah, the old battle axe out of the house nagging all the time. And I think, what's that? Mexicans do that. Mi vieja. Yeah, my old lady. Yeah, no, Are you I Mexican. Oh, nice. Mi vieja, my old. Yeah, my old. It's like my old, but it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, my old. I think it's endear, it's endearing that like some people don't get when I say the old bag and people are like how disrespectful and you're like mm, you don't get it. It's like this. It's like this sweet. Who cares? You whatever love. you guys want to call each other. My bitch. My bitch. My my ex boyfriend and I call each other amore. That's well. That's so that's cute. so cutie booty. Amore, hello amore. But then when you start when you're mad at each other, then then it gets, amore. Yeah. Why you no relax? He's right. from Venezuela. Why you no relax? Amore. You've dated the whole map, huh? Just a lot of, yeah. A lot of Latin boys. Yeah. That's I've true. only had two boyfriends. But you've dated a lot of lo other boys, yeah? I've seen a lot of other boys. Sure, whatever it's yeah. called. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dating means we have to continue talking. What continent have you not gotten? Um, I don't, like Iceland or something. Greenland. Antarctica. Yeah. And even then. I slightly dated a penguin. <laughs> I did the Columbus Zoo. It was zoo a man that was shaped like a penguin? Sure. No, I honestly, I did this right before the pandemic. I did a zoo thing at the Columbus Zoo, some gay, whatever. And they brought in all these animals for you to meet. Aww. And I never thought about penguins before or after. I didn't give a shit about them. The so second cute. that penguin walked in that room, I was like, <gasps> Because they're so tiny. And they're so cute. I think people think they're huge, right? People's perception is like they're these big. No, they're they little. They're thinking of Batman too. Yeah, yeah, like exactly. Batman Returns yeah. was like <laughs> in a sewer. No, but he like when he like he like he kind of like walked in and like looked around. He's in a little suit, a little he, tuxedo. He was so cute. I was like, <gasps> and then they brought in a cheetah, and they, and I hate the I hate zoo people. This the zoo girl like petting the cheetah like oh my god like oh, like we're best friends like rubbing their face. I'm like it's a predator. Look yeah. at her eyes. It's and they were like, you. do you want to touch it? I said, I didn't turn Italian yesterday. I'm not touching that fucking thing. Keep that thing away from me. I'm not fucking touching that goddamn cheetah and losing my fucking arm. The penguin I'll hang out with. I will hang out that penguin all day. Yeah. The cheetah? No. I'm hanging out with prey. I'm not hanging out with predators. Yeah. Yeah, I never, like, there's, there's videos of those guys, like, in Abu Dhabi and shit like that, and they've got, Hanging like, out with tigers, tig like, they're your the best friends. What the fuck are you doing? Grow up. Yeah, what are you doing? It's like that bear guy who got eaten by the bears. Right. No shit. No shit. Duh. No shit. And Why how, the fuck are you hanging out with bears? Because he's an idiot. Have you ever seen Disney the, you ever seen the woman all. that lets a wolf lick her mouth? I hope she gets eaten. Have you ever seen this video? This woman too. There, there. You, you, the, we talked about it one time on on Segura's podcast. But this woman ha read this thing where, like, uh, if you grow up training wolves, this big part of their whatever trust thing with with other species is letting them lick all over them and she opens her mouth and and it licks the inside of her fucking mouth these are the same women that date men in prison yeah 100% 100% you know what i mean it's but like, there's a lot of women that are into that shit dude women love almost maybe being murdered unavailable men well, but they like. I the, love un unavailable men. But they like the threat of a guy who's like they want to be able to change a guy. A lot of women want to be. I can flip this guy. He used to kill people, but he's reformed. He's found God in prison, and so they think like I'm going to help really put this. Is it narcissism? I I the savior will do this. I think it's also women because men nurture. do the same thing. They want to nurture. I think they want to bring something back to life that's broken. Because in the reverse, I think men to women will a lot of times like it's almost like property, like. This thing, like it is now mine. You I know? bought it. Mm -hmm. I bought it. Do you feel that? Like, you feel that way in relationships? Like you're one of the two. 
Like you want to, you do, are you nurturing or you're like very- I'm uh, very, very nurturing. I'm my, I'm my Italian mother, 100%. Right. Like and cooking. do you date property owners all the time? All the time. Yeah, you date some, you, everyone you date is like, everyone. that's my they ass is mine, bitch. Yeah. No, I kind of, I mean, in the sense like, I like to feel desired or I like to feel like some kind of sense of security. You know, like my last boyfriend wasn't like a property. He wasn't like that with me. Um, but I felt really connected with him, but it's fucking hard to date. Yeah, it's probably a nightmare. But, also, New York, but New York has endless amounts. So what do you fucking, right? But endless batch coming in all the time. I mean, some kid know. from Oklahoma just landed, and he's just moved. But that's to the big like city. saying, like, have you ever been to a big lots? They got everything, and then you walk around, you're like, yeah, but I don't want this in my home. <laughs> yeah, but you go fuck them in their house. No, I'd rather like a West Elm, or like I want everything in here, and there's only six things. To, but it's expensive. You got to move out. You got to move to a different place then. You're never gonna leave New York. I'll never leave. Would New you York. never go back to Chicago? No. Never. I know. I love Chicago, Me but too. like it's what's done is done. It's over. The work huh? is done. I know. I feel bad. It's like I finished a painting. I can't go back. I'm now working on a new one and it's not done yet. But this one will never be done. New York is a painting that never That's ends. That's right. And writes an endless canvas. I'd live in Rome. You would? A hundred. But I you know, once I make it. <laughs> but what would you what would you do? Oh my are you kidding? I would be No, I mean you'd give up entertainment, yeah? I would live in Rome at like Three months out of the year, let's say. Oh, uh, I mean, I mean, four. I mean, like a permanent move somewhere. Uh, Where's no, your retirement plan? New York. You're gonna die here. Yeah. Oh, cute. Fuck that. Not me. I'm leaving the United States. Where are you going? Uh, fucking anywhere. I want to yeah, die. No, no, you're not going to Yemen. I mean, you have I might to, like, go to Oman. Specific where you're going. I might go to Oman, not Yemen. <laughs> I might go to the other one. I'll probably go to Saudi Arabia or somewhere peaceful like that. Right. I'll probably go to. Gays, <laughs> we're very limited in where we can go. I would probably, I would genuinely probably move. I, I know I've said this, and you may think I'm pandering, but I probably Sicily would be a place I could probably see myself. I could dying. tell you where to live. I've lived in Sicily. I love Sicily. I could die down there. It's, yeah, it's the best. Sadakusa. I could die down there. Sadakusa. I could die somewhere down there. Yeah, because I feel like I could. just Well, they fuck don't off. die there. Well, no, they, they live, live older a long than anyone time. in the world. Yeah, but I mean, I could see myself just disappearing down there in my latter years, just mm. because who gives a fuck? You might see me. I, I see people that are so plastic surgeried up and it's sad. And sometimes you're like, wow, you like made a, you like designed a new person. It's yeah, sometimes like, it's amazing. It's literally interior design. Yeah, you like redid it. Yeah. You redid the whole house. Some look good though. You know what I mean? No, like, some look amazing. I, I, I think, um, I think, uh, yeah, some people look, look, looks great. But we're also now, you know, you have to remember the way we view people has also changed. If we, if we were in the mid 90s, 1990s saw a Kardashian, we would not know how to interpret that. That's true. Well, but that, now it's like that's the standard of beauty in a lot of ways. I'm just making a generalization. No, it, it, it like, kind of is. I mean, it's the trend for young people, for sure. I mean, you can't go on the internet without seeing everybody I see on the internet, every girl that's doing workout videos is all working their butts. It's such a funny, like everyone is doing hip thrusts and butt workouts because they want this voluptuous ass where in the 90s it was like pancake butts. Mm -hmm. Everybody wanted flat, like- Thin, the friends- yeah, everybody Turkey wanted boobs. It was like high jeans, flat butt, like wide body, hip butt. And now they want this, they want a fucking ski hill. Everybody wants a nice, which is good that everyone's some catching sort of up to me. Unattainable standard. See, I just stay the same and, 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 and then the trends catch me a little bit and then they disappear. I don't, like I have a nice size tush. I got some cake. Yeah. And now that's in. So that's good. And I do when, have a good butt. That I'm very You proud. do have a really nice yeah. butt. But it's small. You're you're not a you don't have like a big chunk. No, of it's butt. a very perky, nice. It's a butt. tight up ass. Yeah, you <laughs> it's have a, a tight up ass. Up ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have an up ass. It's, it's face. It's a shelf. It's shelf. Yeah, it's shelfy. A shelfy. 
<laughs> you do. You have a shelfy butt. And mine's like a dresser. It's bulky but and it's good. Out. Yeah, it's fine. It's weird. You know, straight men should be more proud of their asses. If you have one. If you have one. There's, oh, I don't want I know. To, I was just going to say something. Say new. it. Nah, say my, it. <laughs> the one thing I'm happy about as a guy that it's like, you know, guys, penis is a thing for guys. I was like worried about if your penis is a penile thing. You're, and then once you realize like, if you have a nice medium penis or bigger, you're fine. If you have small penis or whatever, but hands, if you have really small mm. hands, like makes me sad. How big are your hands? Just regular. They're nice and regular. I think I have. No, you have regular hands. Regular hands, yeah. They but sort of look like. There's a, but I met a guy with a very small hand and, it, you know, it's a bummer. It's a bummer. I don't know why. It has nothing to do with his genitals. It's just, there's something know, I about I don't it. think about hands. But when I shake a hand and you have a, if you have a small little hand, <laughs> it's weird. It's just, it's sad. Like the butler in Scary Movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's literally who I'm picturing. Right yeah, now. yeah, it's like, a little skeleton. What, what was that? What's his name? Uh, uh, Chris? Uh, no, uh, I don't remember. Fuck. He was in Raymond. Everyone loves Raymond. Too. I know. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Uh, why can't I see his fucking face? I know I with the hair and the model. Oh my god, it's so annoying to not uh, to not remember his name. It's his name is um. Yeah, fuck. Maggie oh. Smith. Maggie, there he is. Look. Maggie Smith. Yes, why can't What's I think his, of his name? fucking name? Oh god, this is going to kill me too. Yes. Who was the Yeah, the actor. Oh, the first question, who was the Hanson? No, no, no. Chris Elliott. I said there Chris. I was close. Chris I said Elliott. I had Chris. I couldn't even get Elliott out of it. Yeah, no. And just small hand thing is that's my yeah, that it bummed me out. If there was one body thing you could change, what would it be? My hair. N really? I would want, like, because my hair is falling out right now. Oh, Michelangelo everyone's would blush here. at this sculpture on my head, okay? It's sprayed. It's like put the powder stuff in. I want my hairline to start, like, there. In your eye. In I, your oh, eyes. I want to I I walk into, no, I want the hairline. I want to walk into an audition for The Lion King with no makeup and then for it to be like, <laughs> Scar. <laughs> like, you've made it. He's you here. Know? Yeah, I want, I want, like, to Let's get out of it. real, though. You're more of a Simba than anything else. No, I'm Scar. I'm an evil gay. No, you're not. You're a sweet little cub. I'm gonna be your mighty kings and a miss beware. No, I'm Zazu. Well, I've never that heard you're Zazu for beast sure. with quite so little hair. And I am the hyenas. You're... I'm the hyenas. Without Are you the hyenas? No, you'd be, like, you'd be Timon yep. and Pumbaa. Am I Timon? I'm not Pumbaa. Pumbaa's more rotund. I can see what's happening, right? God, you're you could so, do that. You're, you are a fucking show tune. I know. And I don't even like music. And people don't even know that you're, that you're, and you're good at drawing too, which also annoyed me. That was the, one of the first things I said to you on the internet was, man, your drawings are fucking incredible. Oh, oh, thank so you. So sexy. Thanks. That was my whole life. That was my job. I did that. I was a professional storyboard artist for fashion ads and TV commercials for years. No and that more. brought me to New York. And now you're a fucking. And now I'm Eliza Manelli impersonator. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're killing it. Thank Are you, you on tour right now, by the way? I'm on tour right now. All right, look, this will come out. Hold on. This will come out. Up. How, 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 how long have we done, by the way? People do need to go see you on the road mm -hmm. because I, I love you and I think you're fucking so funny. Oh, thank you. And um, tell the kids where you're going to be in March. Where are you going to be in March? So March, okay. All right, I think there's, okay. I will be at Laugh Boston 4th and 5th. We added a show. I think it's also loud. Oh, But fuck. if it's not, just check it. Then in, I'll be in London, 
sold out. Oh, I will be in Chicago. I'm doing the Park West Theater. Where's that at? Uh, it's in Lincoln uh, Lake uh, Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park. It's sold. It's 800 seats. It sold out the first one. So we've added a second one. And we're already get half, those tickets. Chicago half sold out for the and second. It's going to sell out again. So you got to get tickets. At the, if you're in Chicago, the Park West Theater, the second show is at 10:15. So come to that show. And then I don't know. Um, and then yeah. and then just go check your website for more dates. MateoLaneComedy.com. Let me see your phone, by the way. Your back of your phone is cracked. Oh, it's all cracked. Isn't yeah. That horrible. But no case. No, I don't. Me too. Cases. Me too. I've yeah, never had. Look how one. nice your phone is. What is this phone? Is this the new one? <gasps> well, it's it fine. feels so. I feel like I got like a. Some sort of relic. I mean, it's so nice. It's somebody sent it to me from Apple. What? No, I'm kidding. I'm oh, it's like my brother works for Apple. I don't get shit. No, and I do, and, I, and I'm really, and I got to say something about Apple. I'm real tired of these assholes when you go in there. And I have my computer <laughs> and I said, uh, I said, hey, you know, I, I noticed that the, the new one of this laptop just came out. I want to swap this out because I just bought a new laptop. Mm. And they don't tell you when the new thing's going to come out. And they're like, oh, we don't even know. Enough Why? of that fucking bullshit. <laughs> Tell us when you fucking know it's coming out because right. I want to I buy the newest one because I just bought one. Or have some kind of warranty and say, if you get this because we never fucking know and, and it, in and 30 days, me. there's it's a new me. laptop coming out, we can swap it out for the new one. You can for 30 days. Oh, you can? Yeah, you can. Look at me. I should, but let me I'm tell in you the something. wrong career. You're still paying the price difference. Oh. Yeah, so I was like, that's a fucking scam. That's kind of gay. It's like, you know when you change your flight and they're like, oh yeah, flight change, uh, we're going to waive the flight fee and you're like, the change fee. You're like, oh, thanks. And they're like, but the difference in the flight now because you're leaving tomorrow is two hundred eighty-five dollars. Like, go fuck you, fucking scumbag. It's a, I'm. I know a trade. Who do you fly with? Well, my my most points oddly is with American because I flew them for years. But Delta a lot now because I think you gotta fly only only fly Delta. They're and the best. What status are you? Come on. Are you Diamond? Come on. Same. Okay. So now when you call the Diamond Medallion, here's what happens. You got to charm the shit out of them. I, I learned this. No, when I get there, I'm mad. By the time no. I get a hold of somebody, I'm annoyed. I learned this from Nicole Byer. I'm telling you, you call Diamond Dowling. They say, we have a long wait time. We can call you back when it's your turn yeah. within 17 minutes. When they call you back, pick up like you were sitting in a field of daisies about to get some warm apple pie. It's 70 degrees. You've got the perfect shade and two hot women are in front of you. And just be like, oh my God, how are you? First of all, okay, like I'm a complete idiot. So tomorrow I'm flying here and they will, this works. you know, I'm telling, because they're so used to assholes that yeah. if you're nice to them, they're like, let's just give this guy the works. I I'm watch usually, Nicole Byer get I'm usually polite, but I'm also mad. They don't, but they sense the anger that's I, bubbling underneath. But I can't get rid of it. It's who I am. Mm -hmm. You have to pretend. They know. You just have to pretend. I throw on the gay. I, I so Can thick. I throw on the gay? Do it. All right. Okay, I'll be Delta. Okay. Hi, thanks for calling Delta. This is Sandra. How can I help you? Sandy. You get it for hey free. Girl, Whatever you, you want. Done. <laughs> Immediately. No Done. questions. Yeah. Quick, clack, cloak. You're on the next flight. Yeah. <laughs> it, I, no, I try my best. It's just we travel so fucking much that I sometimes I get, I just see I get frustrated from stuff. Uh, you know, like I got, I got moved. My seat moved. That pisses it, me off. And I'm like, why did you do that? Did they, I bet you, I know what happened. You were in main cabin and they upgraded you to Delta Comfort, but they put you in a middle seat. No, well, no, this is going to sound snooty poo. Oh, well, let me hear it. Let me hear it. No, I was, in, I was in one part of the first class. And the reason that I choose it is because whenever I fly across the country, it's a long flight and they mm. give you a good meal. And I sit, this is such a lame, this is, people are going to be like, dude, fuck this guy. No, I love it. But Please. I choose one of the first three rows in first class. You get it first. 
Be- because no, because of the meals. Oh, right. Because they run out of those meals at some point. Yeah. And sometimes they get to row four and five and they go, I only have the vegan option left. And you're like, what the fuck? I wanted the other fucking thing. And if I didn't reserve it on my phone earlier, cause you can reserve your I'm meal. I was gonna say you can reserve. I know, but I'm so busy body. Sometimes I forget to do this. <laughs> so, so I was in two and I was loving it. And they pushed me to like eight. Why, why do they move you? There's no reasoning. They just go, sir, you had to move. You know what usually it is? is um, Pilots. No, no, it's usually for uh, um, animals. I've had to shift for animals. Oh. If someone's traveling the animal. I'd cook that animal. If I, and, I, and I said, just cook up that dog and give it to me <laughs> instead of the vegan option. But I had to move because of, I think I had to move because of somebody, uh, I think it was a wheelchair. Someone, yeah, I think it was a disabled switch. And they were like, it needs to be close to the front. Uh, fine, I didn't argue. But I, they don't get the meal. And then and I'm like, oh, I want the fucking meal thing. Because the flight to this fucking city from LA is five and a half hours. Mm-hmm. So like, I want to eat the thing because I pay all the money to come to the place. So I'm a little rat brat sometimes when they move me around. I'm like, oh, I don't I, like it. Here's where I'm a brat. When I fly first class. Yeah, um, only, I, but, yeah, yeah, I know but, you do, you little. But when I do, so with the flights from New York to LA, there's three types of Delta planes. Uh-huh. There's the old school, which is basically the Oregon Trail. <laughs> then there's the, okay, this will do, this is fine. This works. This was popular like in the early like 2010s. This looks good, my cover. And now there's the brand new one where yeah. it's like you're in a J.J. Abrams Star Trek movie. It's so sexy. So The you, new ones are so hot. And you can tell which one you're getting on because when you when you get on the plane first, like at the front of the plane, I sound like such a verbose asshole. But anyways, so the uh, the older ones, literally, like you sit down there and you press to go down. This is you to relax. Then it gets dang. stuck yeah. because your fucking, your seatbelt gets stuck. So it's like, <laughs> and then I'm an asshole like, boom, I'm so sorry. The seat was, <laughs> and then the flight attendant's like reaching down like, I got it. You know, and you're just like, oh, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> It is. The old ones are shit. And, oh. the, and the new ones are amazing. They're like, you're about to lie down. <laughs> and it's like making your bed. The new ones are fucking absurd. But also, I know what flight I'm getting on because that's how I book it. Wait, how? So, so can, I don't know how to do how. Teach me how. Because when you get on, when you get online and it shows which flight it is, I look up the class of the of the airplane and mm. it tells you which one it is, and you mm. can look up through Delta, which, which literally, which it is. Okay, that's American right. tells you the, the flagship flight, so they tell you which ones are those kind of flights. Uh, and by the way, word to the wise- American I spit on you when you walk in. Well, United spits on you when you no, walk United in. No, United doesn't even let you on the plane. Yeah, get off, yeah. get off. <laughs> we are fixing it still. My flight's now, fuck you, all right. That's why, dude, because I used to fly United to Chicago all the time because of all the flights out of there. And at some point, I, I got tired of, of being like bullied around. But United would literally be like, flight's canceled. You're like, oh shit, weather? Like, no, the flight got canceled. You're oh, like, and they physically strike the you. Yeah, you're like, what? Should you question United? First of all, I fly, I fly Delta all the time and they're very, you know, they're not like overly nice, but they're like, hi, how are you? So I flew United because I was in North Carolina and I want to go to Denver and I didn't want to make any stops. So right. United was direct. So I got United, first class, I walk on and they didn't even say hi. It's like a Starbucks in New York City where like they just stare at you. What do you they, want? They stare through you like yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, it's and, that, you're that way. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, I can I? Okay, sorry, I'm giving you business. So you know, they're like kind of mean to you. Like you're like, what kind of meal do you want? I'm like, <laughs> I guess the chicken. Like, give him the chicken. You know, it's like that scene in a Christmas story. Like, come on, kid, the star is closing. Like, right, it feels right. like that. <laughs> Get up. They're so mean. Yeah. That, well, you know what? I'm so okay. So I've taken the Nicole Byer advice and used it in real life. 
I'm nice on the plane always to the flight attendants. Of course. Because you get way more sugar like that. Yeah. Like, because I'm, sometimes I'm a little fatty patty when I'm on the plane <laughs> and I want two meals because I'm a little fat. So, and sometimes it's- You a, get two meals? Yeah, if you're <gasps> sweet enough. So I always flirt. I always flirt with them. Guy or girl, don't give a oh, fuck. Oh, I can always flirt. They're always I, gay. And I flirt every single fucking time and I'm always overly sweet. And I say a nice thing when I see them and they go, hi, when you walk on, I go, hi, how are you? And they go, well, good. And they're like, fuck, because you asked them something. And then when I sit on the seat and they go, do you want me to take your jacket or whatever? I'm like, I'll ah, just throw it in the overhead. It's not a big of a deal. And they love that. They like no hassle. Right. So I do all the little things that yep. make them go, this guy's not a fucking asshole. You're buttering I, him up. But inside I am a fucking asshole. <laughs> they don't know. You're like, you pawn, you, you idiot. You idiot. You stupid moron. But then I do this game. I've done this every time. And this is, you can use this. Anybody can use this game. I'm Trump. You can use this game. Use the game. <laughs> But you can use this is every time I'll go, I'll go, which one is better? If they're like, do you want the thing, this one or that one? I'll go, do you, have you had either? And they're usually like, I've had one, you know, the other one's kind of shit. And I'm like, meh. And then I go, ah, I just can't fucking decide. I'm sorry. And then they al almost always will go, I probably have extra. Why don't you try this one? If you don't like it, I'll switch it out and give you the other one. Happens every time. It happens to me every time. Every fucking time. Every time. Without fail. You've just changed my Happened mind. on the way here. The, the woman was literally like, I don't know. Some people like it. If you don't want the pasta, I can, and I have probably have another one. I'll put one aside. And if you don't like that, I'll switch. And I go, don't do that. And she goes, no, it doesn't have a big deal. And they go, oh, okay. It's, dude, it's great. We should do something where we fly together next to each other to see who gets Who gets the better. most shit. Yeah. Pretend gets the, not to know yeah. each other. <laughs> I, one time I was flying from New York to London and it was, for some reason, the plane was empty. You know those weird times? Oh, yeah. Flying empty. Yeah. Just an empty flight. So Which makes I, me want to get off. I'm always like, I shouldn't be on this. Oh, are you kidding? I'm yeah. like, Let me, I'm a king. <laughs> so I, I was watching, I'd never seen Coco before. So I was oh. watching Coco. And it was a gay flight attendant. It was very flirty with me. I was also the only person he was waiting on. And um, so I was, I'm watching Coco. I don't know. What, I mean, Coco makes me sob i'm Ugh. like uncontrollable yeah crying and so i was watching plus you're on a plane the altitude you just you're just more emotionally i'm crying all of a sudden i just see this gay flight attendant pop up and he goes i've noticed you've got a bit of a sniffle is there anything i can do and get you in the back and i was like <laughs> he brought me so much candy this and that and he's like you know, I'm just like, it was that's the code. fabulous. That's the great. code. Cry at Coco and you're going to get whatever you want on a fucking Or just airplane. get on Grindr and you'll talk to your flight attendant. <laughs> Did you really? I had this happen many times. I'm not ah! hooked up with them, but like you're suddenly talking to someone on Grindr and suddenly you're sitting down and you're like, like you're looking at each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, anything I can help you with today? You know. <laughs> Have you ever fucked on a plane? No. Are you kidding? I'm so fear Have you done anything on a plane? No. I've never done anything. I've never even masturbated. I have. Like you went to the bathroom? I mean, I like, you know, play with it a little bit. I've never, I'm too afraid. I'm I mean, I couldn't come. It's, it's, the no, it's too noisy. Right. And also the, the so loud strangers shit. No, that I love. Doesn't <laughs> that I love. All right. Go see Mateo. Please. Please go see him. Although all of his shit is fucking sold out. But Not when he Park does- Park West Theater. We got to sell Park that West, show. Park West, Chicago. Go out and see this guy. Um, he's a sweet, love, a lovely man. And he is fucking by far one of the funniest comics that I know. Uh, I'm on the road. Go to andersantino.com. You'll see me. We're adding more dates as we go. Uh, we end the episode the same way, which I didn't do last week. I'm surprised. But we end the episode the same way. Um, look into the, your camera and you say one word or one phrase that ends the episode whenever you're ready. Al dente. In here, we pour whisk, 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 whisk. Oh, that creature.
creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75 for the horse. Gingers are hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers.